The Y Zone, where we talk about life and rights. And welcome to the Wise on the show for the youth and the young and heart here on ZFM Stereo with me, your host, Brian Malvin Casey Tolling. On the 21st of February, 2022, the president, President Emerson Nangagwa, launched a national campaign against drug and substance abuse as part of the commemorations of the National Youth Day. He mentioned the importance of us working together so that we can be able to eradicate the scourge of drug in substance abuse. Another thing that is called the Mubatira Pangwe Trust is working flat out to ensure that they weed out the scourge of drug abuse from amongst us as young people. A scourge that is robbing us of talented young people who can be making a very positive contribution to the growth and development of our nation. Earlier on I paid a visit to Mubatira Pangwe Trust where had a conversation with a parent of a child who is recovering from drug and substance abuse. He's come out to say, you know what, I'm done with this. I don't want to do this anymore. Something that we encourage youth out, out there to also consider doing. I also had a conversation with a young person who is fully recovered from the scourge of drug abuse, who is now working hard to ensure that they educate the nation and other young people to stay away from drugs. I also spoke to social workers who are working at Mobatita Pangwe Trust who also had stories to tell about this issue that we are discussing. We started the conversation that I had uh, with the young parent who has got a child who is also addicted to drugs. So we had the following conversation with her. Amai, magadu. Tiripo makadiu. Tiripo, ndo tenda kutima kwa nisa kubani suti chitaura ni shinyaya ye ma drugs ye. Mshitaura wa experience ye nyusa amai. Alright. <laughs> Saka <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And Zvino <laughs> Saka mbatira pamu ndo kubabasu uti uyainai uofisi Saka ndo kushika kwa taita kunu Saka nasikuto tango kuya pano? Takambu uya batipa kutanga ndakambu ya ndiga karamba kuya pakutanga mm-hmm. Saka nasasu utanuda Alright, so mashukeshi ya zangudo pa une wangu wa bere kinti api Marikini kutarisa unu wewa na wangu tuwa kurumize kuona utipano kuna pani problem And also Kuramba vani rudoro wa marati zaro kutora mamushifamba ni mwano yenyu mchuya na ikunosha karpati rosefishu e, Ndinoda kungo kuru zirawa mwekuti Vana wangawa ungurori shamwari Tu wakawana mwana kungo tichin chakati charasika mm. Kusatende seka Ngawa kurumize kuungurora Vana wachona vani ngewa kuitashu yuma drugs Ok Plazi vani vana varukitashu yuma drugs Vachona ndrukungo timbatisha pamwerukungo tizizi sawo kutingativa dei Tiwane kubabatira Because kutorwara kuripo Ok So a mother's love is important A parent's love is key in everything that we do We heard from um from Sharon how she continued to love her son and hold his hand and help him throughout the processes um, that he's now going through as he journeys on the road to recovery. Sharon, so I also spoke to somebody who has fully recovered from the scourge of drug and substance abuse. His name is Farai Chigogora. He's now working to also help other young people so that they can be able to win this war on drugs. Farai, welcome to ZFM. Thank you for having me. And I'm excited to be talking to you and to also learn from you what you had to go through. Yes. So, for how long have you recovered abusing drugs? Actually, I've recovered for about five months now. Okay, that's, yeah. that's commendable. So, which drugs were you addicted to? Um, I, was, I was actually addicted to marijuana from Clear and actually I abused alcohol. But I've tried crystal meth before. Okay. So can you, take, can you take us through the journey? How did it start? How did you end up abusing drugs? It started in, in Toronto, in Canada. Okay. Um, that's where I used to stay with my family. And um, it, it just started in school, you know, we used to smoke because it was cool. But uh, with time, um, we actually ended up uh, getting involved in gang activity. And, uh, this was in Canada? Yeah. Okay. And um, 
As time went on, uh, I actually ended up getting involved in bumpings with the police. Mm-hmm. And um, leading on after that, uh, I got arrested and uh, I ended up serving time inside. Okay. Um, I served about 16 months. Okay. In total. And um, which also led to me missing my uh, citizenship ceremony. And uh, I actually ended up getting deported back to Zimbabwe. Okay. So that's what brought you back to Zim. Yeah. And did that habit continue when you came here or you just you just left it aside? Yeah, with all with all that was going that I was going through, you know, I had a lot of stress. I was separated from my family. Mm-hmm. Um I was back in a uh, in an environment that I wasn't used to anymore. Right. Um I struggled a lot and uh, I actually leaned on to drugs and alcohol. Okay. So you separated from your family, you separated from your family, the family was back in Canada, but yeah. who were you staying with here? I was staying with my aunt, my group. Okay. And where were you staying? Stonebiza. Okay. So here you were able to link up with other people who also had um, similar habits when you came? Exactly. Okay. What led you here? What eventually happened? Um, well, as time went on, um, me and my friends actually started selling drugs here. Okay. And then um, we ended up... Uh, Are you getting them locally? Like, supply? Uh, it depends. It just depends on where you're getting them. It's just different all the time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, go ahead. So, um, we actually ended up getting into bumpers with the police. A lot of losses. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also the influence, the negative influence that we started having into the, in the community. Um, everything that goes missing somewhere. Uh, people would come looking for it at our place, you know, mm-hmm. and it just started becoming annoying. Because every time somebody might want to be refunding one or sometimes I have the phone, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I wanted to to quit everything, even the the, the, the using and the selling. Mm. So I didn't know how I was going to do that because it became a lifestyle. Mm. And um, so my aunt, um, she, I had moved out of, the, out of their house and I was living on the next street. Mm-hmm. So my aunt actually looked for help. She seeked for help and then uh, she got in touch with um, a Trapanga representative. I don't know how, but um, they ended up paying me a visit okay. at my house. Yeah. And... Um, we had a, I had a long talk with uh, somebody who was also a former client. Mm-hmm. Um, she spoke to me about um, how it helped her and everything. And um, she was actually four months sober around that time. Okay. And um, I agreed to to meet with Bajrabamu and uh, be consulted and um, see how I can be helped. Okay. So from uh, your experiences, how rife is this problem of drug and substance abuse, especially in the community where you were where you were staying, the community of Shitungiza. To tell you, the situation in Shitungiza is dire. It's a very dire situation because um, I'll say, I'll just say maybe 50% of the youth in Shitungiza are abusing drugs and substances. Mm. Most of them actually are not getting the opportunity to have access to um, organizations like Mbatra Bamwe. Mm. And uh, most of them are just roaming around the neighborhood um, up to no good. And um, I was actually just uh, in Shitungiza about two weeks ago. I saw even some people who weren't using drugs before. Mm. 
are now using drugs yeah. because if you just tell you know with the, the, the loss of weight you know mm. even you know, you know him Akasimba mm. and then you see him you know, I But then the thing is, what you do not. Yeah. You know, but Yeah, Yeah. And from your experience, both as a user and as somebody who used to sell these drugs, what are the triggers? What is going on? Um, there's a lot of peer pressure to it because you know, music people make it sound like it's cool. You know. Like this, and also the euphoria of it. Mm. Um, it takes people to different levels, you know. And like when somebody talks about it, it sounds like it's some, 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 some sort of haven mm. that somebody goes to when when they're high, you know. But it's just that people will be on different mental stages when uh, when they're high, and the way they experience their imaginary life, you know. It's 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 uh it's sad. Yeah. And because they people will be imagining their life, and then they talk about it like it's something realistic. Mm. And it it becomes uh it affects their real life. Mm. In a negative way. Okay. So what's your advice to young people who are going through different stresses of life? Some can't find employment. Others are having relationship problems. And so they are resorting to drugs. What would you advise them? Uh, my advice to everybody who's going through uh, struggles with addiction is please try to keep your head up and your ears open mm. because help is out there and help is also looking for people who are seeking it. Right. So just pay attention to your well-being. Notice where you're going wrong. Mm -hmm. Accept where you're going wrong and make an effort to overcome. All right. Well, just like to tell us in, in a minute uh, the work that you're now doing um, since you have uh, become sober. Well, uh, now I'm, in, I'm also I'm an advocate for Mbatra Pangwe. Uh, I go to uh, outreach programs with Mbatra Pangwe. Um, I engage with the community um, in, uh, drug, in the drug and substance abuse awareness. Um, I also uh, engage in uh, events that uh, are hosted by other organizations mm. representing Batrabang. All right, well done. Congratulations, Farai, um, for, for making that decision to, you know, turn your life around. And uh, we wish you all the best that you'll be able to continue living this life um, that you've chosen. It's, it's amazing. And it's good that you decided to also share what you went through with others so that they can also learn from you. Thank you so much for taking time out to have this conversation with me. Thank you for having me. Sure. Um, I also spoke to three social workers from Bachapangwe Trust who also helped us to be able to understand more about the, uh, the work that is being done at that organization. Uh, the first one being Mabel uh, as well as Vincent and Blessing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to, to the show. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. Yeah, I'm going to try agenda balance, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So can you just, uh, we've, we've heard from a parent who has brought their child from Matrapa, and we trust you share with us her experience uh, while working with you. We also heard from one of your advocates, who is a former client, mm -hmm. who has shared with us his experiences. But let's hear from you. What is Mubatrapa, and we trust? So Mubatrapa, and we trust is an organization that is fighting against the drug and substance abuse because it's a pandemic in another mm, pandemic. Mm -hmm. We are also dealing with cases of addiction. 
which is a big problem and also mental health which is something that is less addressed in our community mm. so that's mbatrafama for you okay in as it started and so far what are some of the success stories that you have to share all right mbatrafama has been operational since as early as 2008 okay is one and my it was focusing mainly on humanitarian work until in 2020 it's officially registered is Mobatra Pongis Trust and now it, its main focus is alleviating the problem of drug and substance abuse and making sure that advocacy and awareness on mental health issues is raised in the communities. Okay, and so you're working in which areas? So our, the, you mean geographical? Yes, geographical areas. Arare is the main area but we have clients from as far as Bulawayo, Bindura, Mutare reaching out. So with the proper resources we will we wish to expand okay so what's really going on like you've mentioned that though you focus on other clients that reach out from other areas what are the young people saying because this is a problem that is mostly affecting the youth why are they engaging in drug and substance abuse okay there are a plethora of factors that are making the youth uh, indulge in substance and drug and alcohol misuse uh, to start with we can talk about peer pressure itself peer pressure is whereby the youth or the individuals have uh, are idle per se are idle per se and they end up ganging up uh, at bridges kuma base and they try to glorify and uh, make drugs appear something that is uh, a good thing and they are also trying to be evasive to the realities of uh, of this life and as well we can talk about trauma itself some have been abused when they were growing up so to try and be evasive and and uh, not address the actual problem they end up uh, indulging in substance and drug misuse and also the idea of having a dysfunctional family other parents might be residing uh, abroad, abroad and the uh, diaspora and the the, the, the children they are here alone and there is no sort of guidance uh, that is being offered to the to the children and also lack of discipline itself our own Ubuntu and Ubuntu has been diluted a lot by globalization what we see on the television and the type of music that we listen to these are also part and parcel of the contributing factors around the issue of substance and drug misuse all right Mabel let me come to you um, like I said near the gender yeah. <laughs> to what extent are young girls also indulging in drug and substance abuse from your experience as a social worker? Okay, from my experience as a social worker, girls are also affected. involved in the misuse of drugs and substances. ma spread of HIV and other sexually transmitted infections, mm-hmm. my unwanted pregnancies, my abortions, jagango daro daro. You find out kuti mukfamba kwa If you ask a lady kuti uno mtoriro, majority will tell you kuti no. They sell their bodies kuti ba wanechi ba ba wane kufida habiti yao yoyo. So that's a very huge problem. So girls are also affected. Okay, so as Mbashapangwe Trust, what are some of the interventions that um, you have come up with, Vincent? Okay, as we use the biopsychosocial approach. 
when okay. we deal with these with these matters of drug and substance abuse because there are biological factors to it, mm. there are psychological causes, and there are also social factors. Singa patrupa but kunzi peer pressure and poverty and also kunzi resort vanasu pesera wakutora madrugs. So it's also we try to work with we work with psychiatrists, psycho psychotherapists, psychologists, and us as social workers to communities to come up with community-based interventions so we have coordination assessments we have sober living assist, assisted sober living homes and it's, this is where people stay in naturally set homes where they have assistance in social workers to live a sober life and reintegrate into the society all right um anything to add blessing uh not much but i would just want to reiterate whatever that has been said by my other colleagues the fundamental message is to those that have never attempted to take drugs right. they should never uh do that because it's not a good thing it's being perceived as something that is the in thing or something that is trending but it's never a good thing there are other alternatives that the youth can actually engage that is of sober fun that we have coined natural dopamine and as well those that are already into it i have to remind them that it's not the end of the road mm. and it might it might seem very difficult and tough to uh, overcome addiction but it's a process that ought to be walked through that ought to be sailed through for us to have a normal happy uh, person that has been uh, recuperated from all these uh, scorches that we have been articulating all right so what are the cost implications here for somebody who is thinking of maybe contacting Mubatra Pangwe Trust? What do they pay and how do they, you know, how do they get help from you? I would say, pertaining the cost, there is no universal yardstick to these problems. Mm. I think it is client-centered. Okay. We give these uh, services based on the client and the needs. So first is a need, uh, needs assessment during the assessment done by the social workers and the psychotherapists and psychologists and then a plan is made between the referral source which is the parent and the organization to say okay this is what the client needs when is the family willing to, to step in and support maybe it's medical medical funding and what is the capability or capacity of the organization to know kumira path so okay. it's a it's more of a collaboration rather than somehow you make it work for yeah, everyone. It works for everyone. Yes. Okay, no, but yeah. Okay, no, I think it's good in the sense that you also have sense of ownership, and so do the parents, and so does the person as well. And it's yeah, parents, but no, my parents also had to part with this to help me overcome this. So it gives them, um, you know, that that sense. Um, so. As we, as we come to the end of the show, as we conclude the show, I also just want to find out from you, parting shots, what message do you have for young people? Based on all the experience that you have had working for Bad with Trust, what would you like to say as your parting shot? Guys, stay away from drugs. It's not cool. Sober is the new fun. You can have fun with sober. You don't need to get high to have fun. Okay. Okay, I would like to tell the youth to be educated more, research more on the effects of these things because I didn't know about to So being enlightened is, is is listening to these shows and attending the awareness campaigns. Trust 
being enlightened, I think we will help the youth because you can never fall into a trap here. It's a trap. So knowledge is power. My parting shots will be obviously you have been hearing these things, be it Uchikura, Kuboruku, you have been going to my churches, you have been told about the atrocities of substance and drug and alcohol misuse, and we are still telling you right now. So the message is now is practically implemented. So I don't choose what she's saying. That's what I have to say. All right, and how do people get in touch with Bubatira Pangwe Trust? Okay, you can reach out Kwatiri on 0772-379-751. Can you take that again? 0772-379-751. All right, uh, lady and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking time, time out to share this conversation with us. And well done on the work that you are doing. We are great it's exciting to see young people also helping their peers you know coming out there and saying we can also make a difference these are young social workers that have dedicated their lives to also assisting their fellow brothers and sisters in the fight against drug and substance abuse they say a teaching time saves nine Mm-hmm. It's important that we nip this problem of drug and substance abuse in the bud before it even goes anywhere else. We have heard from those who have recovered from the process what they had to go through during the time that they used to abuse drugs and other substances. We also had the plea of a mother who has got a child who's also on the road to recovery when it comes to drug and substance abuse. Hoping that this has reached out to us as young people to say this is a road that we should never tread on. If you're already on it, as you have also heard from the uh, panelists I had on the show, there is a way out. You can seek help. If you reach out to organizations like Mbatira Pangwe Trust, they will help you back uh, to the road where it is safe, where you can be able to live a long and happy life. Unfortunately, that's all the time that we had for the wise on this evening. Join us uh, again as we discuss other issues that affect us as youth and the young at heart. For now, it's me, your host, Brian Marvin Casey Tolle, saying good night. Stay safe. Let us meet in other programs. And let us take care of ourselves and of each other. I'm out. PD, the course is up next with The Fix. Your vigilance music. Don't abuse it.